Hello, and again, welcome to BitDev. I'm Santiago Ramones. Across from me is... Caleb Starr. Otherwise known as... Leody. Thank you for saying that out loud, because you can't really know how to pronounce it based on looking at it. Yeah. Um, well, the guy from KOSU always mm. pronounces it Leotai, which... I mean, I it's a it's traditional cool. Native American name, so that might be the actual pronunciation, but Leote just fits the vibe of no, the yeah, music, yeah. and it's goofy. It's so. a little bit more chill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's more comfortable just saying Leote than Leotai. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just think of, like, a lion wearing a tie. Named Leo. Leotai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where does the name come from? Um, That's not my usual first question, but let's go. <laughs> no, I, uh, I think I was learning Oklahoma history in high school. And so then I wanted to play music, but didn't have a name. So then I just looked like, looked up Native American names and found mm. Leote. Um, it's a female name okay. from the Fox tribe, and it means flower of the prairie. Lovely. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. I mean, your name by itself is already pretty neat. Oh, Caleb Star. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it'd be cooler to have like an Iron and Y vibe. <laughs> I I like the idea of performing under a name rather than myself. Yeah, to me, <laughs> it makes it. Yeah, it's more than just me. It's like a character. Sure. Yeah, it allows you to be, not you. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's good to keep me and that separate even though it is me but <laughs> just like the idea of having this uh secret presence or whatever mm -hmm. is cool that is cool so the actual first question what do you do <laughs> what do you mean what do i do <laughs> like play music yeah what, what do you well i mean yeah you play music what i do you, play what do you do <laughs> i am a songwriter yes. a musician uh, a singer, a guitar player. So, draw some things. Sometimes artist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah mainly a songwriter. Okay. I don't even consider myself to be a guitar player <laughs> or a singer. I just prefer to say songwriter. It, it encompasses many of the things. It, it does. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, I wouldn't be a session player. Like, I wouldn't care to fill in. Sure, yeah. For somebody. So yeah, I kind of prefer the <laughs> songwriter. Um when did you start doing music? Uh started playing guitar when I was eleven. Uh the middle school I went to had a guitar club and uh so after school every day i just go hang out with like a bunch of kids and the teacher would take us out into the hall mm -hmm. one by one and teach us a couple things the first song i learned was <laughs> iron man and it was like cool. the one string version yeah, yeah. Just easy <laughs> simple i remember going home that day showing my dad and feeling pretty cool like oh, i know how to play guitar yeah <laughs> um and then at what point did you realize that music is what you were going to do? Uh, that's uh, that's kind of a hard question. Music 
was definitely just always something I gravitated towards because it made me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea of it being a career was always there, but it never really clicked that it could be my career. <laughs> um, but honestly, I never really became serious about it until I came to ACM. Because mm. here at ACM, I felt uh, like there was just... All the opportunities seemed more obvious here. It was like shown to me by teachers and fellow students. Yeah. So then it, I was like, okay, well then maybe I should keep going. Yeah. Keep doing this. Um, where'd you grow up? Yeah, I grew up in Oklahoma City. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much just in the city. Uh, I haven't really been out of the city. I've been to <laughs> Tulsa and Grove a lot, though, because I have family that lives out there. But, mm. yeah, mainly the city. Okay. Uh, so is ACM just kind of like the no-brainer, like, I do music, that's the thing. Yeah, for... <laughs> uh, I wanted to go to school to be an architect because I thought oh, I like to draw. Yeah. And I know you would design buildings but um, and, like, sketch them out. But my dad was the one that told me about ACM, and he said, no, you should probably do this. I think it, it's what you want to do, and yeah, it'd be fun. And I was like, okay. And then when I got here, I fell in love with it. So yeah. very happy I made that decision. That's pretty counter to what you would expect a parent to say. It's my like, parents, you could be an architect and make, like, a whole lot I mean, of money. they're not that <laughs> much older than me. So mm. the, my dad definitely got it. My dad's the one that showed me all the music I listened to pretty much. Mm-hmm. So he was uh, very supportive from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the first, like, what's the first song that you learned how to play and sing? Ooh. Um, I, I think it was... Uh, Jeff Mangum of Neutral Milk Hotel covered a song called I Love How You Love Me, Mm. which is uh, by somebody else, which (laughs) I can't remember the name of. But I remember in high school, I was in art club and we were having a Christmas party. And so I asked the teacher if I could play for the students, (laughs) me and a friend. So I started going home and learning a bunch of songs and that was definitely one of the songs. I think that was like the first song I really mm-hmm. decided, oh, I'm going to learn this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't play it live right, now well. or anything, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was definitely one of the first songs I really liked playing mm-hmm. and singing along with. What was the first song you wrote? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess in middle school, yeah. maybe. I didn't really, like, sing it or play it. Sure. <laughs> but I remember um, I had this dumb little chord progression, and then I just wrote down lyrics, and I thought it was cool. It was called This Song Sucks, and back <laughs> then I thought I could be punk rock and didn't work out. <laughs> uh, have you, like looked at it since no i don't even have that notebook anymore (laughs) or remember i kind of remember the melody but 
<laughs> yeah, no, that's never going to be anything. It'll be on like your your 12th studio album or something. Yeah. That's songs I thought I could fix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what were you listening to that sort of first made you want to become a songwriter? That would be uh, Death Cab for <laughs> Cutie. My favorite band of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how did I? I remember seeing them on like an indie rock award show on MTV mm. like a long time ago called the Woody Awards. Mm. And like Donald Glover hosted it, I think. And um, <laughs> I remember seeing, I turned on the TV and um, they were the first like thing I saw. Mm-hmm. And I just thought they were a bunch of like older, cool looking dudes and i definitely liked the music and i mean chris walla who's not in the band anymore right. i remember seeing him having like emo swoosh hair <laughs> and being like this old guy but yeah they were cool and the song was really cool and then what was it it was meet me on the equinox from wow okay that uh, that's the a little bit movie. later yeah <laughs> and uh i just thought that was cool i liked ben's voice a lot mm. and then i just looked them up more yeah. And then fell in love with the music. Mm. Um, what made them my favorite band, though, is when I was in high school, um, you know, it's a high school is kind of where you develop, but it's also like a hard place yeah. to be in when you're <laughs> a nerdy musician kid. Yeah. So. Well, it's it's a hard place to be in no matter who you are, yeah. even if you're the <laughs> most popular kid in school. That's like, right. There's just so much pressure to who you are and yeah. all that. <laughs> but um transatlanticism was something mm-hmm. I listened to almost every day that made me not feel weird. Mm-hmm. And it like helped me get to school yeah. and then want to go <laughs> back the next day. Um and today that's my favorite record of all time. Mm-hmm. And still my favorite Death Cab record. Yeah. Um I just love every song on that album. I mm-hmm. love what it's about, what it represents. It makes me not feel alone. Mm. And at the same time, it also back then made me feel like I had a friend Mm. just listening to this dude with a soft voice talking about how people suck, but he sucks sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. But it's all going to be okay. And Mm -hmm. yeah, that was cool. It was comforting. Yeah. Um, What do you write songs about? Uh, I, I like to write songs about feeling uncomfortable <laughs> i like i mean some songs are about people or a relationship but i'm a very codependent person mm-hmm. and an anxious person so i like to write about not feeling like that or writing about that but then eventually you know it, well, expressing it <laughs> yeah the song lets me know that it's going to be okay or whatever Mm-hmm. But to, I love writing about issues because in a way, sitting there trying to work out the lyrics, what I want to say is me working out the problem. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, like that's, I feel so much better if I'm just having a bad day and then I try to write about it, then, um, yeah, I usually feel better when I'm mm-hmm. done. Even if I don't write an entire song, but just putting pen to paper or yeah. playing 
really helps. Mm -hmm. So is like, are the lyrics more important to you than the music? The, they're both equally mm -hmm. as important. I'm so specific. <laughs> I can't just write a song. Mm -hmm. I need to play something and then it's got to like trigger uh, something to where I'm like, okay, yes, I'm going to work with this. And then mm -hmm. lyrically, either it comes out or it doesn't. Yeah. But uh, at the end of the day, I just need to be happy with it. <laughs> so I but yeah, I'll go back and either scrap a song and just completely rewrite it or mm. just sit there until the right thing happens. So Yeah. Um what what is kind of your songwriting process? Um usually just guitar. I'll just <laughs> play around on my acoustic and and then it all kind of happens from yeah. there. Um, uh, usually, so once I come up with something, then I'll kind of lay out the structure, okay, verse, mm -hmm. chorus, verse, bridge, chorus, whatever, and then the lyrics. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, honestly, I can't continue, like, fully writing a song if I don't have the chords and then the melody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, oh... You've utilized the sources of ACM successfully, it seems. Um, maybe. <laughs> um, maybe not as much as I would like. From what I can tell, <laughs> more than a lot of people. Um, so how, how do you get the most out of this school? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very introverted person and it's funny because the one thing that I did was be a very extroverted person mm -hmm. and not, oh well, yeah, I put myself out there. I mm -hmm. just talked to a lot of people and yeah. thought, Hey, I should go talk to this person or this person should know who I am. And mm -hmm. then it all kind of came together. I mean, I work here, so yeah. that helped too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just say networking and talking to everybody, mm -hmm. becoming friends with whoever I could definitely mm -hmm. helped. Um, how did the like karaoke schmo thing happen? Um, I had had a class with Sephra, <laughs> and she was super cool. Um, I I remember her telling me from the first time I did have a class with her her saying that she had her own label. And, uh, you know, I started writing songs like a year later and just confidently went up to her and I was like, hey, if there's any chance, I'd love to just be on your label or yeah. work with you. And she was into the idea. But nothing came out of me saying that, but it definitely opened the door. Mm -hmm. But then I played Metro Music Fest last year 2018 yeah, and the last time that they had the, la the actual fest. festival yeah um and she came and brought her husband and then they both came up to me after and were like yeah let's do it so yeah that's kind of how that happened yeah just from me going up to her and <laughs> letting her know i was interested mm. what was the whole the thing like process was it was it was actually very cool i was a little nervous um recording has always made me uncomfortable <laughs> because 
I'm a very picky person, but too, like the idea of having to record something mm-hmm. perfect was, I don't know, stressful. And I feel like I mess up a lot, but uh, recording was very comfortable. Her husband, Matt, is so nice. And yeah, he just made me feel at home. I think the best thing, too, is that apart from them being so nice, their studio looks like a bedroom. Yeah. So it, there was absolutely no pressure, and they were both just so sweet and about the situation. Yeah. So it was really easy just to get in there and knock out a song. Yeah. And, two, they were so helpful with the production side of it because I had no idea what I wanted karaoke to sound like. Mm-hmm. So they definitely had a big part in that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they too, they both sang on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you've been getting gigs and doing the thing. Uh, to the best of my yeah, abilities, yeah. yes. Uh, and I mean, that's something that I still have a hard time with. It's just... Same. Uh, finding the time and bothering people to book the thing yes for me it's the bothering yeah (laughs) it's really weird trying to talk to people hey let me play here yeah that's i mean i'm getting a little bit talky here but (laughs) uh, it's like a weird thing that it's like i think i'm worth your time for you to have me on your thing like it's not necessarily what you're saying (laughs) thank you but it's kind of what you're saying and so it's really hard to do that yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, you know like I said being an introverted person it's hard to talk to people Mm. it just for some reason it just seems scary Mm. but it's it's not but too the best thing about reaching out to somebody and then they let you play is like so rewarding yeah um I didn't realize how much I would love performing until i did it yeah it's like the best part of being a musician yeah yeah the adrenaline like the anxiety just everybody looking at you is like it's cool in a in very yeah, comforting yeah. in a weird way mm-hmm. um because like i hate getting up in class and presenting <laughs> or even on the first day of class like mm-hmm. introduce yourself like i don't want to do that yeah but man i'll play for anybody who's willing to listen yeah. And that's a that's an odd thing and I I really feel that too that like yeah, it's hard to go up to a stranger and talk to them, but also I'm going to go in front of a whole bunch of strangers yeah. and pour my soul out to you. <laughs> and in a way that's like talking to a bunch of people about your feelings and then you know they're they're gonna listen yeah because you're performing so that's what they're there for so that's kind of nice and also (laughs) therapeutic in a way Mm -hmm. having people to talk to Mm sort of that that's one of the reasons why i love it too yeah yeah um but i don't know i don't know how to phrase that as a question but it's just like what's wrong with our brains that we like being introverted but also extroverted in that same sense yeah it it is weird it's you know again like i wouldn't want to uh talk or present in class but 
yeah, I'd love to play. Yeah. That is, that is very weird. And it's definitely weird when I tell people that I'm a musician and I like to perform because they're like, you're so quiet. Why would you do <laughs> Why that? Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> but it's the best it's the at best. the same time. I, I always thought of it as that's like, you know, being a mus- musician has shaped me. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. That's where I feel like I belong. So performing is like, that's where it makes sense mm-hmm. to me, even though like having some big conversation with a bunch of random strangers is scary yeah, opposed yeah. to performing in front of a bunch <laughs> of strangers. Yeah. But at least you have like a script. Yes, in a way, <laughs> which is nice. Honestly, though, I never really think about what I'm going to say between songs. Mm. I just let it happen. Yeah. And usually it works out pretty well. <laughs> People are in tune to what I have to say and I hope and would think they like the music, so mm-hmm. yeah, it, it goes really well. Yeah. Um there's sort of two questions in this question. Uh what's a a musical hurdle that you've been trying to work past uh and you're still struggling with and Mm -hmm. what's a musical hurdle that you've gotten past and that you never thought you would be able to Ooh, well two birds right here (laughs) um getting shows Mm. that's for both that's one thing i struggled with just feeling uncomfortable trying to figure out who to talk to or Mm -hmm. putting putting myself out there uh to Mm. do that seemed always seemed scary but then once I did it again, it was just so rewarding, and yeah, I, I yeah, I absolutely love performing. <laughs> I want to do it more, and yeah. I always kind of beat myself up. I'm not doing it enough, but I am doing it, which is good. Mm-hmm. But I just want to do it more. Yeah, um, sort of broader philosophical ideas, but uh, what makes music? important it it's it's like like i said earlier it's like a best friend Mm -hmm. and it's the one thing that i can talk to in a Mm -hmm. sense that will talk back and completely gets what Mm -hmm. i'm saying and i totally get what it's saying yeah um so it's important because it makes things better. Mm-hmm. It's like the one thing I love the most. Mm-hmm. Of course, not above family, but <laughs> you know, it is like family. It's mm-hmm. it it's important to me. Yeah, you know, you know, like I don't really know how to express how important it is. It's just yeah, yeah. Like I would do anything for music almost, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely the one thing I couldn't live without. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your goal as a musician? Where do you want to be in X amount of years? I really would like to, you know, I want to be a touring musician who people want to come mm. see. Uh, you know, like it'd be cool to be on TV or whatever. But, you know, if I could go from town to town playing all sorts of venues and be able to live off that, then that's mm-hmm. that's great. That's the goal. Yeah. At the end of the day. 
<laughs> um, and it'd be, you know, it'd, it'd be cool to be like Elliot Smith or something. Hmm. He was just a acoustic performer who did incredibly well and was yeah. able to play venue to venue. You know, he's mm-hmm. on the Oscars back in <laughs> 99 or 97, something like that. But yeah, that's the end goal. Yeah. Um, do you see yourself having like a band or something or is it is Leody kind of supposed to be you with your guitar? Um, uh, sonically, it's definitely going to be an intimate thing. Mm. Um, but having other people in it is something I have thought about, but I don't think it would ever be a dynamic like guitar, bass, drums, mm-hmm. like maybe a, a bass player. And I have a friend who I've been wanting to come play with me, mm-hmm. but it's it almost feels too precious to to invite anybody else hmm. in. But there are th- different sounds eventually that I will need to where I will have people come yeah. help me mm-hmm. with. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's always going to be me at the end of the day yeah. with help from friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that answered the question. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, is are you sort of stuck in this genre, whatever the genre is? But do you feel like you're trapped by it in a way? What genre <laughs> would that be? Like acoustic singer songwriter act. <laughs> um I no, I never I don't feel trapped by that. I mean I am a singer songwriter. I always put myself in like the indie mm. genre because that's definitely the people I would play with. Yeah. Um listening to indie music for so long. Yeah. There's absolutely no way to that you could listen to the music I make and tell me it's not. Sure. So, <laughs> but too at the same time, um that whole Indie world is something I latched on to mm-hmm. when I was 11 um, <laughs> because that's when my dad showed me like the Flaming Lips, Modest Mouse, the Shins. Mm-hmm. So I just fell in love with that world. Yeah. That nerdy, intimate, emotional mm-hmm. thing was yeah. cool. It, it kind of bums me out when people like shit talk indie or say it's so mainstream mm. or whatever because to me that's not whatever people want to consider indie if it's like Mumford and Sons or the <laughs> Lumineers like that's not so what is indie to me you know for the longest time I couldn't answer that question right. but just recently I have to me it's like nerd uh intimate emotional uh rock music Mm -hmm. or you know soft spoken music or whatever it's just like a geeky person who is very insecure about himself and that's (laughs) that's cool and i would definitely say that that is a sound Mm -hmm. like for example iron and wine is definitely a nerdy Mm. soft-spoken intimate uh songwriter and same with death cab for cutie Mm -hmm. so and i definitely that's what i've 
felt like I've connected with over the years. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely where I want to be yeah. musically. Not as deep of a question. <laughs> how, how do you feel about that, that Pulsar service? I love, that's a great <laughs> record. I fucking <laughs> love that record. <laughs> but it's not. I don't think it's better than Death Cab, and I don't feel like people should compare the two mm. because Ben didn't write all the songs. Right. He definitely wrote the lyrics and, of course, the melody and the guitar stuff he came mm-hmm. up with, but it was like Dintel yeah. songs, and he was like, hey, sing on this. Yeah. So I f- it's just, I don't, again, it's, different. it's a very biased opinion to you <laughs> since Death Cab is my favorite band, but when people are like, Postal Service is better, I'm like, you don't get it. It's fine. <laughs> You're wrong. I don't think... I don't think Postal Service is better. I think it's just a different album. Like, it's it's a yeah. different name. It's a different thing. Yeah, exactly. I do want more of it. I that'll wish, never but happen. at the same time, <laughs> if it is as special uh, as they make it out to be, then I definitely don't want them to come back and then make a shitty record, you know? Sure. Because <laughs> that give up is so good. Yeah. <laughs> that would really suck to get a second one, and then it's just ugh, terrible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. What is well? Question before that. This is me <laughs> trying to listen and think of questions at the same time. Uh, can music save the world? <laughs> ah, that's a hard question yeah i ask impossible questions no no it's definitely a great question um i definitely think it's something that can bring people together Mm. uh having new so the day john lennon died and you see those pictures of like everyone surrounding his grave or just coming together in the streets with candles Mm -hmm. that goes to show you how much music really means Mm -hmm. um and i think to some extent it can help you become more proactive into doing your part for your community Mm -hmm. or whatever um you know like you said save the world i don't know if i'm answering the question that's fine (laughs) i I don't know. I don't want to say yes because, I mean, it's not like a song is immediately going to fix things. Right, right. I think it can influence greatness and mm-hmm. positivity. So so maybe to some extent a little bit. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It can definitely help. Um, and then what advice do you have for musicians that are starting out? Um, if you love music then do it and (laughs) don't really listen to anybody apart from like people who are um giving you good advice or just Mm -hmm. helping you move along and to further your career if that's what you want but do it because you love it and do what you want don't let anybody dictate Mm -hmm. how you make your music yeah that's definitely something i can't stand is when people (laughs) like you show someone they're like oh you should do it more like this or why aren't you doing this i'm like because i don't want to do that yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) um changing gears and there's no good way to transition to it 
spirituality things what is the role of spirituality or religion in your life um i'm not religious (laughs) at all um i i grew up uh you know told to be christian or whatever Mm. but not due to any like traditional practice or whatever Mm -hmm. i was (laughs) told by grandparents that you go to church because it's the right thing to do and Mm-hmm. so you can get into heaven <laughs> but as i got older i just i just thought it was bullshit yeah believing there's some big guy in the sky watching out for mm-hmm. everybody dictating your life that's kind of stupid mm-hmm. so that's just how i've always felt about it mm-hmm. um what sort of pulled you away from it just the so Growing up, I didn't really know my dad, um, but he came back when I was like, or I got to meet him when I was nine. Mm-hmm. Perfect time, hitting yeah. puberty and all that. So <laughs> he just kind of opened my eyes to it. It wasn't really, hey, don't believe that. It was just that he, we talked about it once and I was like, oh, shit, maybe you're right. That makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. And then I just I thought it was dumb. I just can't stand... The idea of, well, let's, I'll say this, organized religion, or mm-hmm. I just think it's so stupid to judge somebody mm-hmm. because you don't believe something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there have definitely been events that have um, hurt people, gotten people mm-hmm. killed because of religion. So that's, yeah. I just think it's kind of shitty to believe mm-hmm. in that or to hate somebody because they don't believe in that. Yeah. So I prefer just to stay away from it. Yeah, yeah. Um, without religion or a higher power or whatever that is, where does good come from? This isn't a great answer, but I believe good (laughs) comes from doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess when I say that, I mean, don't be a dick to somebody. Don't murder anybody or... (laughs) You know, just uh, just be positive. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. shit on anybody because, mm-hmm. you know, they don't believe in what you believe in. Right. Um, I think... <laughs> be, being a good person should just, yeah, be about being positive and treating other people in a positive way. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best way yeah, yeah. to sum up being a good person. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is your definition of God? I mean, I don't... Just from growing up with my grandparents, <laughs> it's the big guy in the sky mm-hmm. who could created everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't believe in it. I don't believe in him. I just okay. <laughs> keep to myself. Yeah. You know, I will say sometimes I believe that there is this sort of special thing, mm-hmm. um, like this cosmic whatever Yeah. that, um, helps you like, for example, which isn't like a crazy example, but a songwriter 
thing is mm. when a, like something like channels you and a song comes yeah. out. Yeah. I, I kind of get annoyed when people get weird about that or like, no, I wrote the song. And I'm like, of course you wrote the song. But there is something magical there mm. to where you just a song just flows out and it's an incredible song because mm-hmm. like songs like that are way better than the songs you've been working on for sure. Yeah. Like months, most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think there is some sort of magic mm-hmm. to being like human yeah, yeah. and like just certain little things in mm-hmm. everyday life. But I don't believe it's God or whatever. Right. I, yeah, just, yeah. I just think it's something, some special thing that exists yeah (laughs) i like it um i've been trying to work this question in a way that makes sense is free will an illusion no (laughs) because i mean at the end of the day you're gonna make the choice that you make Mm. i'm gonna make the choice to have a Dr. Pepper today because I <laughs> fucking love Dr. Pepper. <laughs> like what's, why does there have to be some weird reason behind that? You know what mm. I mean? I think people fixate too much on that stuff. And mm. it's just like, just live life. Mm. I'm a musician, not because I was drawn to it or something's directing me there. Mm. I'm a musician because it's the thing that I love so much and was lucky enough to find. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, that's just mm-hmm. me doing what I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do we reduce the division that is so prevalent in our current society, especially in America? I'm going to need you to dumb down that question, Santiago. <laughs> how do we reduce the division? <laughs> division as in? People are being very politically angry at each other or racially angry. Gotcha, gotcha. Whatever other sort of thing that divides us. Dude, there's no. Today, it feels like it. I mean, I can't speak from personal experience, but it seems like the shit that was going on when you know, Martin Luther King Mm -hmm. was, uh, you know, protesting about um, Mm -hmm. racism and all that. It seems relevant to today. Mm -hmm. Like, that shit's still going on. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, one thing, I I watched this show the other day called The Rookie, which is like a cop show, Mm -hmm. Um, and it follows a rookie, and his training officers, day-to-day cop life and Mm -hmm. stuff. And it's like, here's this glorified ideal Mm -hmm. of a police officer who does the right thing, and that's what the show, like, is trying to represent. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, the one thing, the things that they're leaving out are cops who are shooting the black people in their vehicles just because they're black Mm -hmm. or just because you're a certain color. Mm-hmm. then that means, oh, you're going to do something wrong. Mm-hmm. I need to act on that <laughs> just based off how you look. Mm-hmm. And it makes me angry and it makes me sick. And it's like, you know, honestly, I don't know how we can fix it other than 
creating awareness for it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just seems like past events just keep coming back mm-hmm. years later. But I mean, in two, <laughs> I have never felt so embarrassed to be American <laughs> after the Donald Trump election. Yeah. That was disgusting and <laughs> horrific. And it like the next day I felt so terrible. Like, mm. what, why? What the fuck happened? <laughs> you know? Um, but too, I'm not that involved in mm-hmm. um, protesting, or I'm not too educated in politics, so mm-hmm. it's just hard to like express what to do. But I just believe the best way um, is like just treat your neighbor with kindness and. Mm-hmm who fucking cares what they look like or what they (laughs) believe in as long as they don't try to fucking kill you. I think that's, that's terrific, but it's definitely gross. And (laughs) I wish people would stop being so fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, kind of going a little bit back to music. Um, is there bad music? Quote unquote. Yeah. (laughs) There's music. I mean, there's definitely, you have your own taste, so there's stuff you don't like, but Mm -hmm. I don't think there's, overall, everyone's going to agree that this is terrible. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you know, Nickelback's a stadium band, so. Someone's got to pay for those tickets. Yeah, right. (laughs) So, I mean, to me, yes, there's some bad music, but then there's really good music, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What makes music good to you for me ooh, i mean i like soft ben gibbard ben gibbard for starters. of course <laughs> i like that n- nerdy soft voice mm. um also just like the way their guitars sound <laughs> I, I definitely miss chris walla being in the band mm. it definitely there's a difference now. I like that the question devolved into just, I'm sorry, just I, Death Cab. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I started it. There was definitely, there's like this, you know, there's a very beautiful reverby tone that Death Cab mm-hmm. had when Chris Wall was in the band. Mm. So, and I definitely like that sound. Um, but I like Iron Wine because it's his hush voice with his very warm guitar mm-hmm. is, uh, is just very pretty. That connects with me a lot. There's a band I really like called Low Lane Hum, hmm. which is a husband and wife, and they're very soft-spoken people that hmm. play, like, nylon string guitars. So just that put together with, like, a little bit of percussion and a lot of reverb mm-hmm. is just so pretty. That's that's what I look for a lot. Mm-hmm. But, too, I like bands like Modest Mouse. Mm-hmm. The coolest thing about Modest Mouse are just the way he writes lyrics and yeah. his lispy voice is so cool. <laughs> I like that he can sing pretty and then scream. Mm-hmm. But also, too, you know, his very, like, the, you know, he bends notes yeah. a lot. That's like a Modest so, Mouse so thing. So many bends. And and it's it's cool. It definitely makes the music. And it's unique. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. What makes you happy? 
music and comic books. <laughs> That's how I live life. Mm. That's what I survive off of. <laughs> because comic books are the escape from music and music's escape from everything else. <laughs> but I, I, in a healthy way, not yeah, yeah. to get away from everybody. <laughs> um, what are you optimistic about for our future? Um, I think a lot of young people are pretty in tune to what's going on politically and mm -hmm. just socially. So I think we're doing a pretty good job at making ourselves more aware of the bullshit mm -hmm. and coming together to uh, create change. Yeah. And I think that's really neat. You know, because adults think of us as dumb millennials. And, you know, that may be true in some cases, but. <laughs> Tell me you've never wanted to eat a Tide Pod. Eat, right? <laughs> but, you know, we, we, we're smart. We know what's going on. You know, we we believe that there are evil things that exist and we know that they shouldn't. So I think. Older people need to stop thinking that they need to dictate everything and let us in. Because, you know, we're going to end up having to clean the messes mm. that yeah. our parents or older people or presidents. that exist now. Presidents. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to clean those messes that they make. So, mm. so I think <laughs> it's good that we're trying to start now. Yeah. Um... What advice do you have for people? Just be good to one another. Mm -hmm. And um, um, don't think that you know more than somebody. Be open to listening. Mm -hmm. um, and don't speak with your fists. <laughs> speak with your words. Yeah. I think that's very important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Question I keep forgetting to ask. Uh, what is something about you? that people don't normally know? Uh, I, um... I don't know. <laughs> I think that's pretty... I mean, I think comic books... I mean, it's not <laughs> like a crazy little-known fact, but it's definitely mm. one thing that I don't talk about. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just a huge comic book nerd. Do you have a favorite or right you... now? Yes, mm -hmm. I do have a favorite comic, uh, a book called Saga, hmm. released by Image Comics. Love that book. It's incredible. <laughs> but there's a book I'm reading right now, which is a superhero story called mm -hmm. Invincible, and it's rad. <laughs> I love it so much because it's a superhero story, but it's trying to focus on this kid who becomes a superhero, but yet he still has real life problems with mm. going to high school, college, having a life, but he also has to save the world at the same time. So mm. it's, it's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, last question. Cake or pie? Pie. Great. <laughs> Cherry pie. <laughs> Love it. Um, 
been having a lot of pie lately. Not like not eating a lot of pie, but there's been a lot of answers being pie lately. I <laughs> will be honest. I felt pressured to say pie, but I do love cherry pie. Yeah. <laughs> Almost more than cake. <laughs> um, is cheesecake pie? Is cheesecake not cake? Hmm? I consider cheese. Is cheesecake not a f- form of cake? No, but like if you. <laughs> what makes a pie? Uh, creamy fruit filling and mm-hmm. crust on top. Mm. Boom. <laughs> What's a key lime pie? <laughs> Good point. Santiago. Yeah. See, and that's why it's like confusing Good with cheesecake. <laughs> um, is cheesecake the mix of both? That 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 key could be pie. an answer as well, yeah. <laughs> First pie cake? Yeah. That's a great question. <laughs> Caleb, thank you for doing this with me. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> this is a lot of fun. Uh, plug your stuff. What do you got I'm going on? I'm playing a thing called Cedar Tree Session in March. I can't tell you when exactly because <laughs> I don't have the date yet. Right. But it will be on my Instagram, at Leody Music. Yeah. Please follow me, and I <laughs> hope to see you at the shows. Also, download karaoke. Mm-hmm. It's the only song I have out right now, but yeah. more music to come soon. Yeah. So follow me and stay tuned. Yeah. And the best way to listen to music that is not already out is by going to a show. To the show. Yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, is that all, all your plugs? Good. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. That is uh, it for me. Well, then, I'm Santiago Ramones. I'm Caleb Starr, a.k.a. Leody. <laughs> you can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music. You can download or pay for or do whatever you want with my demo, Songs with Words. Um, it is free or however many money you want to throw down. Uh, and I also have this podcast, which... You can find on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, on Stitcher, or on Google Play. Uh, Spotify hasn't gotten back to me, so you know what? Never mind then. Curse them. <laughs> um, maybe I'll try again. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also leave comments or reviews or, you know, let me know what you think about the podcast. If you're like, oh, I totally love that he said this. Great. Say it. <laughs> um, I always have my podcast with my three things they shape my life philosophy those three things are love never fails it's going to be okay I might be wrong <laughs>